0: Welcome to It's Our Time, the podcast that deals with business, beauty, and wellness. This is where we share our stories, our triumphs, our challenges. And I am Belinda Baker, host, along with my co-host, Stacy Richards. Hi. Hey. Hey girl. Hey. Hey. And we have something special today for our listeners, Stacey. I yes. am excited. Personally, I am excited because I am geared up and on fire to learn how to get up and win, which is our title today, right?
1: Yes, get up and win, get up and win, and win the acronyms of workout, inspire, and nurture. Yes,
0: yes, 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 Yes. all of which helps us to see where our conversation is going to go today. When we talk about working out, mm, raise your hand for those of you. I know it's virtual, but raise your hand, knowing that we need a little help with that. And how do we stay inspired? Because this inspiration thing out here is real, where we need to understand that finding our mojo on those days that we don't want to get up, got to link in, got to find a way to connect. And with that said, Stacy, you have introduced me to someone special in your life who's our guest speaker today. So tell us a little bit about our, our speaker.
1: Yes. So our speaker today is Colin Richards. Oh yes. He just so happens to be my favorite cousin. I am his biggest fan. So Colin Richards. He's a military guy. He's a dad. He's a bodybuilder. He is a man of God and he is a father. So, and he is also a husband and he's just that guy, y'all. He's that guy. He's that friend that you want to have. So welcome listeners. Welcome. Welcome ladies. Yes, it is a man, but he's Colin Richards welcome Colin
2: hey thanks for having me ladies I'm glad you threw husband on the end you know I don't need I don't need any dms blown up (laughs) (laughs) crazy happening (laughs) when this hits the hits the hits the waves
0: (laughs) so Collins we are doing this series on the spirit of beauty and the spirit of beauty dealing with self-care and we we've talked a lot about the woman aspect of self-care and so i'm really excited that you're going to bring a male perspective to the table not only professionally but from a personal standpoint because i've been i've been watching you on instagram and it is phenomenal what you're doing but that's just the tip of the iceberg with all of the hats you know that you wear so i just want to start the conversation with um, how, how do you bridge that gap to be able to get up and win every day, day in and day out with as many hats that you wear?
2: Well, I think, like you said, start self-care. I think when I wake up every day, you know, over the years, working out has become, at some points, an obsession in regards to bodybuilding and competing. But at first, before I even got on any stage or started competing and building my physique, um, I worked out one because the military said I had to stay fit. I'm extremely competitive um, mm-hmm. when it comes to like winning. Um, I don't like losing, I hate the feeling. And so, and then I'm, I'm either in competition with peers on the competition with myself. And so like, even when I joined the military, like I, I just had these goals uh, early on for myself, You know, go to US Army Ranger school, um, be an airborne paratrooper, jump out of airplanes and be all I can be. Everything that the American dream told you about in all the go army recruiting commercials. And a lot of that required a lot of physical prowess. Like you had to be top tier fit. And so I used to push myself to limits. Uh, but my lifestyle didn't support it at the time like outside of the gym and working out you know anyone that's familiar with the military particularly the army and I'm sorry some of the other services can speak to this as well is that you know your your time is not really yours so you yeah. have to be very good at time management and balance uh, there's a cliche phrase thrown out all the time in many professional circles called work life balance um, that's not real, that's not a realistic thing, especially in the military. Um, because you know, you start your day some days, five, four o'clock in the morning. You you in there first thing, you're probably doing PT, uh, working out with your guys, uh, and then you're moving on to start the work day. You maybe get an hour, hour and a half to eat, shower, shave, do everything you need to do to get your do your personal hygienic self-care. And then, you know, fuel your body with hopefully something healthy um, if you have time to. And then you're off to, you know, do the mission. And what I've learned over the years about myself is that I had to prepare um, early on uh, for the week I was going to have, especially, you know, with all the other factors I had going on. How do I pull that off? You know, being a dad. um, First, I was a dad before I was a husband. You know, I had my first son when I was 20. Um, Jaden was born when I was 24, I think, roughly. It was before I even had a commissioned into the army. So, um, there was a lot of life factors going on and, uh, I had to, I had to, I needed to know to balance and balance priorities. And I wasn't always good at it. And I had, it was a lot of trial and error. It was a lot of trial and error, but as I got up every day, I knew the first thing to get me feeling good was I got to hit this gym. I got to go for this run. I got to do this workout whether it's sitting in my garage, whether it's outside in the, in the driveway, whether it's at work, you know I had to get that work out. I had to get that sweat going I had to get my my uh, my endorphins going to start the day and then from there, you know make things work from from, from each aspect of life you know whatever was going on uh, but also managing those responsibilities and understanding like I can't fail mm-hmm. as as a father um, and even as I became a husband I, I can't fail because there's there's too many people depending on me mm-hmm. um and not saying my wife Or those that were my support system were incapable of catching me when I'm falling. But I always felt in the way I was raised was that it was my responsibility to make sure that my children were taken care of. They didn't ask to be brought in this world, but at the end of the day, I need to provide them um, the lifestyle that my mother and my father gave me, you know, growing up. And so I look at, that's how I approach it. That's my why I would think more than anything is giving my kids an example and some, in some type of role model, someone to look up to that, you know, that works. He may be gone for long periods of time. He's always on that laptop. He's always on that phone working or just sitting on social media, seeing what's going on out there, seeing where he can inject himself into, you know, different environments and different circles and connect and network. But I don't think they really understand that it provides them this beautiful home. It provides them all the extracurriculars they can do. Um, I'll tell you all straight up the the army pay ain't that great. It's good, but it ain't that great. So I got to do, I I want, I know I want my children to have the affluent lifestyle that my mother provided me growing up, um, living in the suburbs of New York, you know, anything about Long Island, it is crazy expensive. And, (laughs) and then on top of that to do extracurricular activities, you're talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars per year, um, to be able to enjoy those things and be able to participate. And so I feel like, okay, I got to make sure my kids can participate. They need to have a bare minimum of what I had and they don't need to understand the financial, they don't need to feel if there is a financial pain going on or anything at that point in time. All I need to know is, okay, dad got to get out here and hustle and make sure that they see no blip of struggle and that they also appreciate the hustle. That's good.
1: Yeah, that's good. So so you're the you are the absolute prime example of get up and win. And so you know let's break that down because the first part of the win is about workout and where it all started for you you were 5 years old. So tell tell us a little bit about that because I mean definitely you expressed at a very young age, probably not even realizing all of your superpowers at that point where everybody probably thought you was just the act up kid or, you know, he's just out here clowning around and all of that stuff. But really all of those things, like you were just trying to understand what your superpowers were. And if you really look back, you know, cause I'm more of the, um, the type of person where I like to break things down. Like if we could dig deep and if we dug deeper back into who you were, then to who you are now, those are all attribute attributes of who you are today. So tell us a little bit about that little competitive spirit at five years old.
2: I think uh, the competitive spirit came out. My mom put me in sports. Um, I played, but I played sports. So she, I remember, was at five like when I started playing, so I think I started off with like soccer and like, she put me in a pool for swimming lessons and teach me how to swim. I think the swimming came about because I almost drowned when we were in Disney world in Florida. Oh <laughs> and my so goodness. that's the, yeah, I almost drowned. It was at, at the, at, at the resort. I remember it like it was yesterday. And I remember some, some kid we were at the pool at, and my brother came and like saved me from drowning. Cause I thought I could go in the deep end, but that's where my ability to swim came from. And was, I swam almost all the way up until I got into high school. And, um, but yeah, they, they get up and win uh, the workout piece of it. I think then it was just comp- competition. I love being physically active. I love sports. I love the team. I love the camaraderie of it all as a kid. And that's why my friends did, you know? And so, and then when I got into like football, um, I wasn't the greatest, you know? I, I was average, you know, average kid. Um, but I loved, I loved football. I loved sports. Um, I loved contact sports, you know? That was me. And I was a big ball of energy. So my mother knew he got to be doing something you know, you got to be in something year round. Cause you know, they wanted to diagnose me in school and you're like, I probably did. I probably did. I probably had a little bit of something going on in there. You know, I'm an eighties baby. So like, you know, that was the era we started diagnosing kids and so on and realizing like some of these kids uh, might need a little extra calm down in them. Thank God. Uh, she didn't put me on any medication. I'm, I'm grateful. Um, maybe I might've needed it at some points. Cause I, sh- I did struggle with focusing on a lot of stuff, but um, nonetheless, uh, that's where it kind of, it kind of, it kind of grew. And as I got older, you know, competing was my thing, you know, uh, going into middle school, I played everything from football, soccer, baseball, lacrosse, uh, developed a love for baseball, especially from my stepdad. He put me into it early on and I I was pretty good at it. You know, I was really good. I was fast, you know, and it wasn't a living in long Island. It wasn't a lot of black kids that played baseball out there. And so for the ones that did and us on the team, we were, fairly athletic you know I was an outfielder and I could book it to go get it catch a fly ball so I was like all right I'm gonna just I'm gonna rely on the athleticism I do have and, and no no uh shade to my, you know my my peers of other ethnicities that play because they were just as great athletes some of them have gone on to be professional athletes in the sports because they continue to work at it and be consistent but uh for me it was just like you know I can do anything you know I felt like I was like I can cross into anything and if I put my mind to it I can be halfway decent and at least be competitive. And so that's where I think the workout piece came out. The workout piece really started kicking up for me though. Um, even after I joined the military, when I was just like, okay, I can't play college sports anymore. I only made it onto the, you know, to the practice squad for spring ball, um, and college football. So I was was grateful for that. You know, I was like, Hey, at least the NCAA did recognize me one time. Like he's a collegiate athlete, you know, for a couple of semesters and but I, I realized I was like, hey, I can't maintain this. And also I had Kamari. So I was like, work in school, work in school and you know extracurriculars if you can, but not like a priority. And so, you know, ultimately I was like, oh, I, And then at that point, I wasn't really working out like that um, on the regular after I stopped playing like sports. I would play like intramurals on campus. I love playing flag football, intramural football. I played that, I played that like almost my entire adult life all the way up until like even last year. And so... But I had to have another fallback, which was working out. At first, it was just to stay in shape, get in the gym, you know, stay strong. I did CrossFit um my senior year in college, and so that competitive spirit came out even more because CrossFit is a, a is a very competitive uh genre of uh, fitness. And uh, I believed, you know, okay, I can do this. And then I loved competing with my peers in the army. And then when it got down to it, I was like, all right, um, I want to look good too while I do it because I realized I was like. Man, I can work out just as good as this guy. I know I'm stronger than him. Why don't I look like him? <laughs> and so and I realized it was what I was feeling my body with my lifestyle, The you know, the alcohol, the drinking, the smoking, you know, and, you know, that's the reality of it. You know, if this podcast reaches my army peers and be like smoking. I'll be like, yeah, I used to smoke back in the day. I used to be king chief like before I joined the army. And, you know, but uh, and even after I joined, I was still like, you know, smoke black and miles on occasion. I'd be in the field. I would smoke cigarettes when I get stressed out. And, you know, it's no ding, but this is like the rawness and transparency of it that, like, you know, I didn't have the lifestyle, you know, and thank God, um, you know, I think fitness kind of saved me from myself in regard to how I manage my lifestyle, but it also brought on a whole new set of, uh, a whole new set of uh, challenges as well. Um, especially when you develop this persona of being fit. People, y'all, you know, Stacey, every time I'm around the family, don't nobody think I eat nothing. Like, they think I just sit around and be like, oh, you know, right, 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 ribs and put the whole shebang spread out. And they think, like, well, Colin, you can't eat that. I'm like, why can't I? If anything, you can't eat that. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> <Right>. I, <laughs> but no, that's that's how I kind of uh, approach like just the working out and the competitive mindset was like, it, I was like, I got to keep doing something. Um, because I get bored, and so working yeah. out I'm into that. And now, for me, it's even more than just the competition. It's the uh, it's the constant pursuit of developing my physique for competing. But then it's my therapy as well. Um, mm-hmm. If I don't work out at least at one point in the day, unless I plan on like I'm not doing anything that day, I may stretch in the morning and kind of just you know do some meditation at some point throughout the day. But if I don't touch them weights. Or if I don't do something, if I don't go for a jog, if I don't do some hit cardio, my girl, I, I feel like you are a bum. Your body requires this movement. How dare you disrespect it like that? Um, you disrespect it in other ways. You know, maybe you ate something you shouldn't have been eating or you, you know, had a little too much to drink a, a weekend or so ago. But you're going to get this workout mm-hmm. in at a minimum. You're going to make your body feel those endorphins. So, like, working out for me is that important because it is my therapy. And, you know, I, I'm able to just have that one on one time with myself, get lost in my thoughts, get 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 into a, a deep place. Um, even if I'm working out with somebody, I'm just able to have those mental connections and 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 touch those uh touch those little neurons and receptors in my brain that need to be touched at that time in order for me to kind of regroup. And then after I get my workout, I'm like, okay, what else we got to do today? You know, then I can focus. And so that's that's kind of what that W means to me, man, that, that's, that's how yeah. deep it is. Um, and it's just developed over the years. It's just, it's, yeah. it's grown into something I didn't think it was going to grow into, you know? So especially yeah. with the body movement piece, I never thought that. I, I remember looking wow. at the magazine, y'all remember that y'all remember on the shelves in the grocery store magazines was a thing, right. And then before yeah. everything went digital. Um, but you go on and they still got them, some stories, but like you go on there and you see like the flex magazine, the muscle and fitness, all the different health magazines, you see all these, monsters or just aesthetically beautiful physiques and i'm just like wow that's cool i used to stare just because i was like i was in awe but did i ever think i was like gonna be like knowing some of these people or meeting them in real life and exchanging right. ideas and thoughts and gathering wisdom from them? no absolutely not so you know working out literally like i said health and fitness kind of kind of saved me from myself in some aspects
1: yeah, but for you, it's not even just um, just about working out, looking good while you're doing it. Um, because we come from the same family, then we're looking at it from a health perspective as well. So, okay. you know, like that's the other thing that you're focused on, you know, is the health side. Because we know the dynamics of our family and, you know, you just recently lost your grandfather. And, you know, we're losing people in the family and the common denominator is the heart. And there's a lot of things in the body that lead up to the heart. So like when you're speaking to your clients from a fitness perspective, you're not just talking to them as far as like the things that they want to do. Like, you know, I want to tone up here. I want to lift my booty up there. You know, I want to gain some muscle here. I want to have that fabulous looking back and the, the good abs. Um, what, what is some of the things that you're saying to your clients from a health perspective?
2: This is a lifestyle change. This is, this is life or death. Um, you got in, I don't like to, you know, I used to say back in church, you know, you you don't preach them to be hell scared. You preach them to, you know, like you don't want people to be scared of it, but you want them to also understand the reality and the rawness of it. Like, Mm -hmm. You need to like treat this like this is life or death when it's regard to your lifestyle. And then when it becomes a lifestyle, it doesn't feel like it's a life or death decision. Now it becomes something more simple, like this is normal for me, you know? And you want to create this normalcy. So when I talk to my clients, I'm big on transparency for me as a coach. They see coach having a good time in Mexico and I had a margarita too. You're entitled to that when you put in the work and you be consistent. And if you knew this is something you wanted to do. But in the same hand, I'm like, you've done this for years and you've gotten to this point. And then when you get frustrated with yourself because the results are not coming fast, I'm like, well, you didn't get here overnight. So how do you expect to change this overnight? Mm -hmm. You know, and, and people don't, people don't like that. Everybody wants quick results. Everybody wants the the get rich quick scheme. Everybody wants that. And I'm like, it's not realistic, especially when it comes to your health and fitness. So when you feel yourself, you know, coming down and that thing, like, man, I didn't, I didn't get to where I expected to be at this point in time. Well, It's trial and error. It's a process. It takes time. And give yourself grace. I just put that out to my clients like literally Mm -hmm. one or two nights ago. And I literally sent them all a message as I was like, had some thoughts and things and feelings on my mind. And I was just like, give yourself grace when you're going through something. Give yourself grace. But the thing I left them with was after you give yourself grace, gather your thoughts and then get back to work and be consistent. Don't sit there and, you know, just wallow in misery. You know, don't get lost in yourself to the point that, oh, nothing's going to work. Like, no, it's okay to feel. It's okay to be emotional. And, and I know we said we're talking to our men. So I hope as men hear this, it is okay to get to a place where you feel like, man, all is lost. I, that's okay to be there, but get back out of it. Once you've realized where you're at, come out of it, get help, and then get consistent and get back on your, get back on your track. You know? like, and so that, those are things I tell my clients. I'm like all the time, my, my women, especially my, my women clients, You know, like my females, I'm big on them with their health. I'm like, what are your hormones like? Go get some lab work done. Let's see where we're at on that. Maybe there's some things that are going on that we're not seeing that I can't see through meal plans and check-in photos and discussion. Maybe there's something at a cellular level that we need to start looking at. And like things that we can do, whether it's herbs or supplement wise or ways we change even more of our lifestyle. You know, and I have women that have that have PCOS that have, you know, different types of things that affect them. And I tell them, like, don't beat yourself down because this is a big deal for women, especially with the social media blow up and the unrealistic impressions of that the, the body has given a lot of these women. And when mm-hmm. women approach me and like, hey, I want to get in shape. And I'm like, OK, what, what is your ideal physique? I ask every person. and they send me this, I'm like, now tell me why. And I was like, and I'll be like, I'll tell you straight up, she's probably fake or that's not how you were genetically blessed. And you need to first come to come to terms with that. Now, if you want to develop your physique to somewhat appear to be like that, we can do that. But you got to be patient with yourself. and You got to understand what it takes. You got to understand that it is literally consistency every day. I didn't build my body overnight. This is literally. Six years, seven years, almost of work. Mm-hmm. And thought falling off, failing, giving up on myself, depression, anxiety, uh, suicidal thoughts, everything where it literally took me completely off track. But no matter what, that workout, that winning the day had to happen. So <laughs> if I didn't do anything else, I was gonna touch them weights and be consistent. And at some point it clicked for me. And I was like, especially, I had a, a competition in. 2020, matter of fact, it was COVID, and I remember it was November, and I came so close to getting my pro card. I was two spots off, was top four, and I was crushing it that year in my, in my competition. I was doing so well, and me and my coaches knew I had it, and when I missed it, I was crushed, depressed, ate like a pig, gained like 50 pounds after my competition. Like I was fat. I got fat. I looked miserable, and then I had to deploy to Afghanistan in 2021, so it was just like, okay, I got six months to get my mind together, and- I did in some aspects, but then it brought on a whole new set of challenges for me that I wasn't expecting. I had injuries that had come about, from one, from the excessive weight gain. I put myself in the hospital because I, I overate. I had too much sodium. I literally almost gave myself a heart attack. I remember that. I was, yeah, remember you remember that. Man? Like I almost gave myself a heart attack because mm-hmm. I ate myself into depression and I couldn't get out of my own funk. I couldn't even listen to my own advice that I was giving my clients. And mm-hmm. I had to come to, and I told myself. When I got back in shape, when I got back to the shape that I was comfortable with with myself, um, I mean, when I got home last fall, I was like, never again after a competition will I let myself get like that. Never again will I allow my my mind to to, to overtake my ability to control it. Like I have these discussions with myself and I'm like, no, no, Colin, you are in control of this situation because this is what you can't affect. Whatever else is going on around it, you 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 control what you can control. I tell my clients control the controllables. One of them texted me that like yesterday and was like, "Hey, coach, I know you're going through some things, but control the controllables." And I was just like, "You're right. Control what I can control. So I can control what I think about myself, how I view myself, and that is through the acts of consistency, uh, doing the things that my routine things well, and you know, self care, taking care of myself in the ways that I know I can. And I think that's important for whether you're male or female to hear. Um, And there's no disregard because everybody's situation is different. And some situations are a lot more complex and they require a lot more work. But if you just are willing to put in the work and be consistent and look at your situation and be like, okay, we're going to have to to eat this elephant in small bites. We're going to have to take our time. And if you can be patient with yourself, just consistency over time, doing the same things over and over again. It might put you into a place of like, well, this is insanity, literally, but when the results start coming, when things start changing, when life circumstance starts getting better, and this is no, this ain't even just health and fitness, this is finances, this is your spirituality, this is your marriage, you know, if you start doing the things that you need to do correctly and, and, and just taking the time, and then also taking time to appreciate it as well throughout the process and celebrating the small wins and giving yourself grace and understand like, Hey, I made it this far. All right. What's next. And then just keep working at it over time and you'll get there. But th- th- that's the mentality that people need to have. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I believe in, yes, you, you got you gotta be a little tough. You gotta be a little tough. And I, I think people are struggling with that balance because everybody screams mental health, mental health right now. But I was like, it's okay for the body to have a little bit of stress. It's okay for the mind to be a little, have a little stress. It's okay to have some challenges, self-induced or external factors, whoever, however it comes about. But like, I think people are so scared of challenges right now and think like, oh, life is just supposed to be good and easy. Nothing should be this difficult. I'm like, it should be. Or does everybody be rich? Everybody would look amazing. Everybody. And then there would be nothing unique about us. We'd all look good. We'd all look like... Saying this is nothing to aspire to, but a lot of women do. Like we all look like the Kardashians, live that life where my life is literally you watching me live this lavish life, and I make money off of you watching me live this lavish life. So I continue to create this perpetual cycle, right? And that's what it is. Like we'd all be living that, but that's not realistic. Everybody was given their own purpose in life, and all of us can't be beautiful. All of us can't be the fittest and in shape, but we can continue to strive for what God or whoever you you know you you pray to or have your spiritual relationship with has set out for you to have and to be.
0: That's good. That's good. Mm -hmm. You kind of led right into that I, the inspiration as you Mm -hmm. were talking there. Um, mm -hmm. um, I heard you speak about your why, knowing that your family depends on you, knowing that the way you were raised was, to, to to take care of your family and minimally the way that your mother laid it out for you and show, showed you through hard work and consistency, taking care of the family, providing, um, providing for you. Um, speak a little bit more about, I heard you say this, no excuses. I also heard you say that there's an accountability that happens even with your uh, clients—they speak back into your life as well with those things that you've taught them. So, speak a little bit about what is your where your inspiration comes um, comes from to be
2: consistent. I think it's I think like you said it's the the people that I do inspire, and it kind of goes back to what I was telling Stacy. You know, like there's an expectation. And I know it's a a terrible mindset. I don't think it's a healthy mindset to live up to other people's expectation. However, when you've put yourself in certain spaces and certain platforms and you elevated yourself and people start to look up to you, I think you have a a duty and a service to those people to Mm -hmm. continue because you'd be surprised how many people you affect and you would never know until they just pop up and they'd be like, hey, I just want to let you know. And I didn't realize that until people actually started pouring into me with that type of stuff, you know, it was just like, yo, bro, like, I, I used to joke, ju- I, I I think it's funny, because it's it's a meme on social media a lot, you know, where guys, like me in the gym, hey, man, I'm trying to look like you, nah, girl, I'm trying to look like you, or so, so you always say that, we always say that, like, you look good, oh, you look good, what you doing, like, and I'm thinking, like, I don't see myself as that much larger than life, you know, I've had to, you know, have some humility about myself and be like, I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not the greatest, there's always someone better, but when people look at you as this larger than life thing to them, uh, you got to appreciate that, and also realize, like, hey, man, I, other than my kids, and my family, and other people, like, there's people out there that really, like, rely on your message, and rely on that to get up and win, and that's where they find that inspiration from, they look at you, and, you know, like, you said that real, like, I heard those words from a, that's a hip-hop artist, Jim Jones, and I was just like, wow, he's right, man, that, that's good, that's good stuff right there, you know, and I was like, I need to use that, because it, it resonates, it resonates with me, and I know this probably resonates with a lot of people, but it was the key word he used about consistency that I keep talking about, and I drop this in every conversation, it's the consistency, man. it is the consistency, it will always, I think consistency is king, like, good, bad, or indifferent, if somebody consistently shows you they, not who you thought they were, that's a message to make a move, if you're consistently doing the right things, you know, results will come, good things will come, blessings will come, accomplishments will come, elevation will come over time. So I think that's important um, in regard to like, you know, understanding your purpose and inspiring others to, you know, live their purpose, whatever it is, you know, it's, 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 like I said, it's bigger than health and fitness. It's, you know, your, your mental spirit, you know, it's your, your spiritual walk. Um, it's, a, it's, it's all aspects of life. That's good.
0: That's good. That's good. And Stacey, we got one letter left there. That in.
1: Yes, that in. So you just recently posted and your content in your post said, stay consistent in life. I'm in a learning phase of life and I realize that I'm not as good as I think I am. My consistency in many areas of life sucks at times in regard to training, nutrition, marriage, you name it. Find your motivation and then be consistent. I'm searching for mine daily and realize that my consistency will bring it out. They really go hand in hand. So on that side of the fence, that's more on a nurturing side so there are so many elements to your life so let's start with on a nurturing side um you got married you've been married now for is it seven years right seven Seven. years right it'll be eight in january and you know, where did you find that nurturing balance? Because, you know, you got married one day and you were deployed. Like, like, how do you get married? Like you got a brand new wife. And then the next day, you're about to be on the plane and fly away for a very long time, leaving your brand new wife with a small child.
2: I remember I was telling, telling India this the other day. I was like, a couple of weeks ago, I think we were talking. I was just like, I wish we didn't get married when we did. And she was like, what do you mean? I was just like, not, not like, you know, like wish I didn't get married to about brother. I wish we didn't get married on the time that we did. Cause I felt like I, we missed a period of growth. Um, and we missed an opportunity to, to grow in other areas of our relationship. Like we was going to get married one way or another, but it was just like the timing. Either way, the relevant um at this point. But you know, I think of it as a. Uh, it's hard to nurture a relationship when you're gone the first year of it, especially a marriage. Like I don't even mean, year one really you you had to get really creative and technology was good then. You know, we still had Skype, we had things like that. We had FaceTime at that point. So like you know, I had an iPhone, so I was able to have those phone calls and tune in for stuff, and you know, but at the end of the day, like a, you lose the intimacy of it. Um, so that was something very hard. So I'm gone the first year and then you come back and then it's like, you know, then it's time to get ready to move. We move to Georgia that, that summer, um, the following summer after I got back. And then I'm getting ready for a competition in the process. She's pregnant, um, you know, and we got a baby on the way that fall. And then um, I I say this time and time again I failed miserably at the nurturing side and understanding balance because I was so driven so driven to want to be this thing in my mind and I forgot the little things Um, Mm. and I was consistent but I was consistent at the wrong things and I think that's what a lot of people probably struggle with is. Knowing what you need to be consistent at and knowing what you need to like, I can afford to let this fall by the wayside because that's not that's not a, a high priority in regard to what's motivating me to whatever goal I'm trying to accomplish. And so if I could have been consistent in more things early on, it would have been a bit more consistent in nurturing my marriage and understanding that this relationship trumps all other relationships, and also understanding that when it's all said and done and I come home every night from chasing this thing I want to be, that relationship is still there. And that relationship needs that nurturing. And so when I come home, you know, putting this thing down for a while, you you know, focusing inward versus outward, you know, focusing on what's going on in my four walls, Nurturing, you got you got to you got to nurture those relationships. You got to nurture those areas of your life that will require you. You know, you if you go down, you know, or something happens, you you got to make sure that the areas that are going to catch you or make sure you are good. Like those things are still being tended to. Um, we do this thing in the military. I guess the best way we can design, uh, to describe it, it's called um, PMCS or preventive preventive maintenance checks and services. You got to do some preventive maintenance like you got to do preventative so we do it on our equipment and our vehicles we do it every week there's certain things you do monthly there's certain things you do annually biannually Well, what do you do in a relationship or a marriage for example, you you do you do maintenance checks you whether you go to counseling you do date night you know whether that's weekly bi-weekly monthly you do you know trips annually or biannually how do you nurture the family you do family trips annually or biannually you know we do outings, you do at-home stuff. You know, got stuff that own car spending money. We cook together, you know, we we clean up the house together, things like that. And that's that's that preventive maintenance. So when the big stuff does hit, it's like, okay, all right, we, it's not as bad, you know. It's only just a little scratch on the on the on the bumper because we've already we've shored everything up. We made sure everything's good. We made sure things are not structurally broken, you know, and things are where they need to be and everything is set and in place. So it's it's that preventive maintenance, I think, um, that is necessary to nurture those relationships. That's how you nurture it. I think, you know, it's just little things, a little bit at a time, consistently doing just those little itty-bitty things that pay dividends on the line. And God, I'm preaching to myself right now because I'm like, I'm like, man, what, what else could I be doing? Because there's something, I think that's what and, but this applies to any relationship. This, applies to not, this is not limited yeah. to marriage. This is friendships. You have to nurture those things. Yes. You got to do a little yes. preventative doing this. Um, the flip side to that is um, you also got to know when to set boundaries as well. You know, and understanding, like, I poured so much into this, but I, I realize I, I, I've, I've uh, I burnt myself out on the flip side. Okay, I need, a, I need, a, I need some time. I need to do some self-care. And this is, I think, where this ties back to our men. And even myself, um, India tells me all the time, man, You, I'm not as good as it used to be, but you burn the candle at both ends. You know, that's an old saying, like, because I could. I can come off an eight-hour road trip from going to pick up Kamari from Baltimore, from Georgia, or something crazy, or I'm getting him in for the flight, drive down, get up in the morning, go do a two-hour workout, get up, cook breakfast, run around all day, take do a family outing, do this, that, and a third. Oh, I got to write meal plans tonight. And then still, like, Doing X, Y, and Z. And I might have done all that maintenance and nurturing, but then I forgot about myself. And by the time I touched the couch, I have passed out. I am exhausted. And I used to do it every day sometimes, and it would just be nonstop. It's caught up to me some because, like, now I don't even try. Like, you know, and as I I realize I need to do more maintenance inward versus outward, Mm -hmm. I'm learning how to balance that and be consistent in both sides. And then also seeking help when I need it. You know, whether it's hiring people to help me out with my business, you know, and I realized I was like, my business has grown to that point that I'm able to do that. You know, I can like, okay, this is another piece of overhead expense that comes with being a business owner. But if you want it to grow and you want it to continue in the way that it's been going, then you got to do this. You got to do a little maintenance, you know, you got to invest in yourself a little bit. Um, And so I've done that and I've been investing. And I think my biggest investment lately has been my mental health um, a lot more than I used to. Um, I did it before but I did it because it was like oh' this is a requirement because I got a problem or somebody else noticed something versus me sitting back and be like you have issues here here and here that you need to work on um, through self-recognition and growth and in order for you to learn how to do those things you need to go you know you need to go talk to someone and and get those things in order so I like I said to, to, to the men out there that are that you are know, that are holding it down and Even if your spouse or your significant other, your partner is, is, is working to help you hold it down, you know, you know, find that time for self-care, do that little bit of mental maintenance every day. If you don't have any, if you feel like you don't have any major issues, but you know, if you need to go a little bit deeper with a therapist and deal with some of your traumas, don't be afraid to put yourself out there because it's, it's, it's only going to help you in the long run. And it's going to it's going to pay dividends um, in your relationships and your ability to nurture those relationships. And so, you know, it's it's tough to do. But once you just start and then you get consistent with it, uh, it becomes so much easier and it just becomes a part of your life, you know, where you can just be like, oh, yeah, like I look forward to, going to talking about to therapist now, even if it's stuff I don't want to talk about sometimes. But I look forward to it because I'm like, ah. I got some answers. I had a little bit of self-development. I had a little bit of reflection. I had some opportunity to wow. go and really, like, learn myself and learn my purpose and learn what I'm, what, if I'm on track. Um, it's an opportunity for self-discovery. And with that, when you come out on the back end, there's just so much clarity and be like, okay, I know my why. I remember my why. I've worked through some things. It's not all perfect, but i worked to it at a point where I can keep going. I can continue to be consistent. You know, so... Wow. That, that's how I, I see that.
1: This is good. Cause Belinda, I think our listeners are like sitting back, like, bang, come over here. Like you need to wait a minute, listen to him. I mean, just listen to it by yourself. Listen to him all over again. You know, this is exciting because there are so many men out there. that are not as vocal as you. So your voice right now is, is nurturing their souls. So for the men who are out there listening, I say listen to this like 100 plus thousands times. You know because this is the icing on the cake, and everything that you just said. We don't hear men talking and I mean, you're not an old man either. You you're young, <laughs> but you're a young old man. You know, and, and for me. Just being your cousin, I'm not just that cousin. When I say I'm your biggest fan, it's like literally I'm watching in real time your growth and admiring it because, you know, how often do we get that opportunity to really, truly watch someone's growth and be inspired by every aspect of the, I just want to get it right. And When Belinda asked me, she was like, so, you know, what do you have to say about him? I was like, he's just trying to get it right. (laughs) Because that's exactly what it is. And I've seen you in your down times when you weren't trying to display that you're down, but it was there and you worked hard just to, I'm just trying to hold it. We got to bring all these pieces to the puzzle together and I just want to hold it together because you're building a legacy. And- that legacy for you, it's not just about you. It's about your team and your team is your family. That's your wife and your children. That's your family. That's your team. And you know, at the end of the day, if you don't get up to win, how can they get up to win?
2: Hmm. Yeah, uh, that's true. Like, most days, other than the past couple of days, I've been sleeping a little bit longer than the past couple of days. I don't know why, but uh, um, <laughs> the sleeping in for me is like, oh, I got up at seven as opposed to like five or six or four a.m. even.
1: Well, um, hey, you want to leave. You deserve it.
2: Yeah, 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 I guess so. Um, but I think the, the big thing for me is that. Being the first one up like it is my that is another time for self-care um not even like with the workout piece but like you know the the nurturing side like well there's just sitting down and I take the first 30 40 minutes in the morning I just like I sip some coffee I may scroll on my phone I may look at some business things kind of get my mind in order like what's going on take a couple notes kind of think about what's what um uh I usually I'm to the point now you know I have to kind of check my social media because I'm that's business now it's not just like my homeboy laughing at one of my goofy stories. So like I I'm I'm at that point now and I'm like, okay, even though I don't like to, you know, and I'm I'm trying to create that boundary for myself too, to not look at social media first thing in the morning, like create my business boundaries, like okay, I'm only dealing with things at certain times. But I think that getting up early and you know, or being the first one up or being up at those times with nobody in the house to wait. I think for me as a man and I'm sure a lot of women can relate to this too, there's such solitude and peace. That that uh that pre-dawn just Mm -hmm. that even before the sun comes up or as the sun's getting ready to come up the sun's been coming up super early lately um like it's just it's it's peaceful like when I walked on my back patio at like five o'clock in the morning sun is barely cracking the sky and I'm just like just kind of breathe in and just kind of mentally like digest you know for a second and what's going on and you know, see, see where you, see, see, see where your day needs to go to continue to live your motivation and your why, and, you know, what you need to do that day to be consistent. And then once you, you lock in, you're like, all right, let's, let's go do it. Let's go do it. And then as life throws curveballs at you throughout the day, I think it's a lot easier to be like, OK, I already know what's what's supposed to be happening. Now, How can I make those things happen with the curveball that's happened to me that's mm-hmm. been thrown at me? And can I still be effective if I can't accomplish some accomplish something certain that, during that day? And if you can't give yourself that grace and be like, okay, it's cool, but I can get it done this time and I still can get the same effects on the back end. Um, but you gotta, you gotta know how to move. You gotta know what you want. You gotta know your plan. So I, I think that's it. important.
0: I love it. I love it. And Collins, that, that leads right into, um, you, you may mention when we were having conversation about uh, something God laid on your heart to do for men. And sharing some of what you've been sharing with us, but in a forum where uh, you are inviting men in to kind of glean from all of this that God has has so graciously shared with you, that you're now willing to share with men. So would you would you share that uh, um, I'm putting it out there, and I hope I, I hope that
2: you're willing to share. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, I can see yeah, it. So something I'm working on. I've been working on. I, I, I talked to my business coach, my, and he's also my, like, my, my, um, my bodybuilding coach as well. And uh, we talked about, you know, like putting on like a Fit Dad challenge, but I didn't want it to stop at fitness. You know, I really wanted to delve into all those things we've been talking about right now that kind of help support your ability to do that and understand why it's so important to take care of your body and your mind and your, and your spirit. And so that's something I'm going to be launching very soon. Um, you can follow me on Instagram for it. Um, that's, that's my primary platform. I'm not, I'm not good at TikTok yet or any of the other spots, but um, I'll get there. Or you can hit me on Facebook. Um, and, uh, but yeah, that, 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 that fit dad challenge um, it's going to, it's, it's going to be inspiring. We're going to get healthy along the way. Um, in all aspects of our lives, we're going to lean on one another. We're going to grow. Might even see some tears. Um, but I got, I got a lot of good things in store for it um, between, you know, some Zoom calls, some motivation, uh, trying to get a couple of guest speakers to join in, some men that are very prominent that probably a lot of men follow on social media, just to come in and just pour, in and pour into men and, you know, help them understand that your health and fitness is, you know, is more than just moving around every day you know, you should move around every day, you should take care of that body, because ultimately, that's what's going to allow you to do all the other things to continue to be a provider, you know, if your body is in, in prime function, but how to support your body in those in those aspects, which is your, your mental and your spiritual fitness as well. And, um, and really just focusing on those things and honing those and doing that preventative maintenance on it, you know, as I said before, just kind of keep, you know, maintaining doing a little nurturing here and there. And over time, as you build that thing up, you gird it up, you know, with the, uh, you know, I know Stacy called me Garfrey and I'm not always the best Christian in the world, but, uh, you know, you, you get your little armor of God on, right. You know, you're getting that, you're getting suited up, you're getting ready. and you So you can go out there and, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta go to war with life that day. Hey, know?
1: listen, the best Christians in the world believe God can do it. And they put God first. So, you know, at the end of the day, if you, you definitely do not omit God out of your life and you know that you need him. So, you know, that's that's enough right there because, you know, if we take it too far off the totem pole, like, listen, you know, we're going to jump off the ledge and hit a rock and crack in, in pieces because, you know, we're doing too much. I think what you're doing is a start and it's good. And, you know, some people just want to be able to get to where you are and need to understand what is that process? What are some of the things that I need to put in place to get there? You know, and the way you're breaking it down is like, hey, it's not a it's not an overnight process. There is no cookie cutter to this. So we just going to take this one crumb at a time. And your display of this is amazing. And whether they're old or whether they're young or the same age as you, everybody can take something away from you. And not it's not even just men. There are women that are listening that can take a whole lot away from the things that you're saying. So, you know, this this is really good
0: today. Fantastic. Fantastic.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize I had that much to say until, you know, you started probing my brain and uh, my thoughts started going. And these are things I think about all the time. Um, and uh, I think it's just important for men, women, just humans, people to, you know, just think about that, that nurture, just doing a little bit of preventative maintenance every day, every week, every month on certain little things. And as you, you know, it'll grow over time. You just got to be patient with it. know uh, yeah keep your motivation and your why in the back of your mind and keep that at the forefront, write it on a wall, write, post about it, you know, whatever it is that you do to remind yourself of it, do that. And I think that'll help with the consistency. Mm -hmm. That's
0: awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And listen, Colin, as as we get ready to, to close out, um, we definitely want them to know um, your social media information so they can connect with you for those that are, Gonna be listening and waiting for the fit dad uh challenge that you have and just to follow and, mm-hmm. and
1: in them hoochie daddy shorts. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you I'll can, you can daddy. learn leg day the fit dad challenge so you you know you too can fill out some hoochie daddy shorts, but yeah. Um yeah, just hit me at um Captain America, that's K-A-P-T-A-I-N underscore America A-M-E-R-I-K-A the case because i'm a member of kappa alpha psi fraternity incorporated um so that's why the k's are in there so or you can hit me at uh rich results on facebook you can find me on facebook or you can go to uh www.richresultscoaching.com we can schedule a consult call free consult call uh free the first time if you miss it then i gotta charge you because my time is money but uh <laughs> nonetheless uh yeah uh, hit me on any of those platforms shoot me a dm on instagram i do have a twitter but i don't check it enough so try not to hit me on twitter um and uh yeah we can uh we can connect we can talk we can dialogue and we can help you out and it's not just limited to dad so ladies i actually have more uh female clients than i do males and uh so i, I coach a preponderance of females and so don't feel bad you know it's a it's a judgment-free zone it's a transparency zone and uh, i'm very empathetic I can't be empathetic, I'm not a woman, but I'm very sympathetic to what, um, you know, women are, are dealing with, and, you know, my wife is a public health uh, educator, manager, you know, she does all that, so I'm very well aware of a lot of the issues that women deal with um, from a, a health and a mental health perspective, and so I draw a lot of uh, information from her to make sure I'm on, uh, I'm on par and where I need to be met with my uh, information. So, Yeah any and everyone that wants to help just just hit me up or if you just want to chat shoot me a dm follow like comment subscribe all that good stuff
0: love it love it
2: no youtube yet, but it's coming youtube is coming
0: (laughs) 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 that's good listeners we thank you so much for joining us today on it's our time where we have been so graced with collins richards as our special guest um, and it's always through our life, our businesses, uh, beauty and wellness that we have these inspiring conversations. And so as we a- a- adopt what Collins says, share with us today, that helps us to bridge the gap, that helps us to understand how to work towards balance and get up and win. Remember, when we connect, when we talk and when we share, we can inspire, we can motivate, and we can empower each other's blessings and peace to each and every one of you until we meet again.